0: Extraordinarychurch.ca podcast, where ordinary people experience extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. You are about to hear a message that will encourage you to become and experience all that Jesus Christ has for you. Are you ready? Open up your Bibles because something extraordinary is about to happen.
1: I am going to present uh, the Christmas story, if you will, with a different angle or a different twist. Maybe it's not unique, uh, but I thought I'd come from a different place of Scripture. And so I'm going to be reading from the book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 7. I want to thank everybody for being patient with us. Typically, our worship experiences online are concluded within about an hour or so, but I do want to give you a heads up that today will probably end up being about 4, 15, 4, 20 uh, with some of the things that we've experienced. But hang in there with us. God is going to move, and I give him praise for that. Romans chapter 1, verse 7, out of the New King James, it reads, To all who are in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from god our father and the lord jesus christ i want to read this to you out of the amplified as well it reads i am writing to all who are beloved of god in rome called to be saints god's people and set apart for a sanctified life that is set apart for god and his purpose grace to you and peace inner calm and spiritual well-being from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I wanna preach this thought to you this afternoon during our extraordinary Christmas online. My Christmas list, my Christmas list. Would you just lift your hands right where you are and would you just help me pray for just a moment? I know you might be in the process of preparing for lunch or doing whatever. Why don't you just set that aside for just a moment and let's just entertain the presence of the Lord. Father, I ask and pray, that i'm releasing the gift of faith right now in the name of jesus christ i'm praying that your presence would invade every home that's watching god i pray that you would anoint me with fresh oil to preach and to teach your word with relevancy and with accuracy oh lord god i pray that you'd confirm your word with signs and wonders for those that are watching heal where people need to be healed deliver where people need to be delivered grant peace where people need peace god show yourself strong and we'll give you the glory and praise in jesus name clap your hands unto the lord even though you're at home clap your hands unto him and give him praise hallelujah praise god my christmas list Christmas is just a few days away anybody excited about Christmas we get really excited about Christmas and not necessarily all of the the gifts and all of that stuff, but we love holiday music in particular. Mia and I, we start blasting. Matter of fact, I think we probably listen to Christmas music almost year round. Just speaking about Mia and I, not consistently, but we certainly will binge on our Christmas music during the summertime or maybe it's March. We're just that way. The tree is up, the lights are on. We even. Brave the cold elements, uh, just so that we could trim the house. Praise God! You know it's different trimming the house in Florida. It was easy trimming the house in Florida. I could do, it. but to, you know this time I had to bundle up and get right But we were ready. Actually, the day we did it, God really blessed us with some warm weather, so it wasn't that bad. But you know what? Well, packages most of them are wrapped and under the tree and in some cases some are hidden yes we still hide gifts in the house uh, i just think our kids know at this point not to to venture off and to try to pry or get a little sneak peek if you will the time for the christmas list is long gone if your heart's desire was not already expressed chances are you'll have to just simply take what you get <laughs> Somebody said, hey, ma'am, I'm, I'm not so sure it's wise to make a list anyway. Do we really know what we need? We may know what we want, but can we honestly say that we know what we need? I remember a simpler time when a Christmas list was very short. I remember a time, if, you're, if I'm being transparent, where I didn't even make a Christmas list someone may have asked you what you wanted for christmas but for common sense reasons you simply said anything is fine you decide or surprise me or better still i don't need a thing as long as i have you i haven't heard that i haven't heard that in my life praise god. i'm just that was just a joke <laughs> just see if she's paying attention praise god <laughs> i'm just picking on her <laughs> she's laughing just just ever so quietly praise god Many of you know my story, and you all are familiar with my my upbringing. Growing up, we didn't know the Lord, and my mom was working three jobs trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents, and my father was incarcerated, and there were times. Now, before that, uh, let me just say there were times where Christmas was real simple. It was giving thanks and man it was great food and family and that's why i think i really enjoy being with family during this time i know it's tough because we're all in a lockdown and we're all only able to be able to connect with those that we share the same household with but we love this time in particular it's marked with family and it's marked with good food we're already i've I've been working on my menu for christmas about 30 days ago Uh, i can we're gonna have a great time celebrating but back in the day, children were not flooded with TV commercials touting the biggest and best and most expensive gifts money could buy. Back in the day, there wasn't social media and our social media feeds weren't flooded with advertisements. But you know what? Now it starts really sometime in October and ending on midnight, December 24th. But back in the day, I can remember there was no Black Friday. There was no Cyber Monday instead <laughs> parents made all the decisions about gifts they were and you know what they weren't often extravagant maybe a sweater or a new pair of slippers maybe a a toy a doll a shiny truck or or, 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 or heaven forbid a basketball back then christmas was not uh the christmas was the, the gift was not the focus but the focus was on giving Now, let me be clear. I'm not trying to be Scrooge. I enjoy gift giving. I enjoy the response of our family. I enjoy the excitement and the anticipation. I enjoy the kids getting up early and us gathering around, reading the Christmas story and focusing on the reason for the season. I'm not vilifying any of today's traditions at all. Uh, But I am trying to just give us some perspective. If we're not careful, Christmas gifts can get out of hand. Your list of people you feel compelled to uh, to buy for has gotten so long that you wonder how you'll even be able to afford it. The pressure is on this 21st century culture today to buy something for your boss and to buy something for your colleagues and something for your physician and something for your mailman or your mail person, your lawn person, your, your best friend, your neighbors. And heaven forbid if you have a little bit of room in there to get something for your own family. Then we got to go to grandparents, moms, dads, aunts, uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews. And if you're blessed, you have to take care of your children. <laughs> it's no wonder we come, we, we, we kind of go into the end of the year exhausted and broke before, sun, before Christmas even gets here. So today I want to give you some relief. You can return all those gifts you can't afford. Somebody ought to shout. Somebody ought to give him praise. That's a there is a better way to take care of that Christmas list. And you know what? I want you to take the advice from Linda Thompson Jenner, no relation whatsoever. Some of you may recognize the title of my message is a very similar a very similar to a 1990 Christmas song by Natalie Cole. The song is about an adult who visits Santa Claus to ask not for material things, but for all good things for humanity. Several singers have tried it. Amy Grant, Barbra Streisand, who was an amazing vocalist, Michael Buble, and others have attempted. But in my opinion, in my opinion alone, Natalie Cole owns this song. So uh, what I want you to do is listen to the lyrics. Listen to the lyrics of the song written by Linda Thompson Jenner. I can hear Natalie singing it right now. I thought about singing it myself, but then I thought I better push pause on that. Praise God. I knew that wouldn't go well. Do you remember me? I sat upon your knee. I wrote to you with childhood fantasies. Well, I'm all grown up now and still need help somehow. I'm not a child, but my heart can still dream. So here's my lifelong wish, my grown up Christmas list. Not for myself, but for a world in need. No more lives torn apart that wars would never start and time would heal all hearts and everyone would have a friend. And right would always win. And love would never end. This is my grown-up Christmas list. As, we, as children, we believed the grandest sight to see was something lovely wrapped beneath the tree. But heaven only knows the packages and bows can never heal. A hurting human soul, no more lives torn apart, that wars would never start, and time would heal all hearts. And everyone would have a friend, and right would always win. And love would never end. This is my grown-up Christmas list. What is this illusion called? The innocence of youth? Maybe only in our blind belief can we ever find the truth. No more lives torn apart that wars would never start, and time would heal all hearts. And everyone would have a friend, and right would always win. And love would never end. This is my grown up Christmas list. This is my only life I wish. This is my grown up Christmas list. When we get in the car, we're gonna have to play that song. Praise God. (laughs) Those lyrics hit the nail right on the head. I know you all agree that we live in a world in need more than a few of you know someone whose life is torn apart perhaps even somebody who's watching right now might feel like your life is in shambles we've come through 2020 a 2020 that no one anticipated and we are uncertain if relief or a fervent intensity of uncertainty is breathing heavily down our backs as we get ready to go into 2021 covid has had a vast influence on things like economic economics, travel, Education, uh, loss, suicide attempts. I could go down the list. So there are plenty of broken hearts that need mending. What I want you to know today is what the world needs is love, real love, a love that comes from the Father, a love of God that can heal every wound, a love of God that can grant you a peace and give you a hope to face today, a love of God that will never let you down, a love of God that will satisfy every longing in your heart, a love of God. that will give you peace that passes all understanding a love of God that will complete you and satisfy you for the longings that you have in your life a love of God is what we need today is the answer and that's one of the things on my christmas list god we need your love in this hour we need your love in our homes we need your love in our marriages we need your love in our college campuses we need your love for the single mom trying to make it we need your love in this hour praise god if anybody knows the love of a loving savior would you give them praise come on if anybody's thankful for the love of god they kept you open up your mouth and say so if anybody knows they would not be here if it had not been for the love of god bless his holy name (laughs) praise god it's love that we need so why then do we buy expensive gifts if it's to express this real love surely there's a better way to show our love than this so, your neighbor going through a divorce doesn't need new potholders. She needs a friend. Your coworker struggling to keep it together doesn't need a silk scarf. They need encouragement. Your child doesn't need 10 expensive toys. He, need, he or she needs you to teach him a value system, a biblical value system, to understand the really important things in life, like the love of a parent for a child. See, Christmas is a great time to give gifts that really matter. Linda Thompson Jenner got it right, except for one important mistake. She took her Christmas list to Santa Claus. Can I just tell you, Santa can't deliver like Jesus does. I prefer what I call the Apostle Paul's Christmas list, the gift that he continually offers on everyone on his very long list look at Romans. I want you to look at this in our text today. I want you to look at Romans chapter one and check this out in verse seven. This will bless you. He says to all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you in peace from God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I want us to observe three things about this Christmas gift. And then I want to encourage you to count your blessings, the ones that are not under the tree. The first gift is, first, this gift is for every believer. And you thought your Christmas list was long. Paul has some Christians, or he has some Christmas list. He makes it clear that this gift is for every believer in Rome. Everyone who is called of Christ, who is counted precious and dear to God, that's you watching and that's me. And in case you think you're not good enough to receive this gift because of what you did last night or what you did last week, I'm telling you that's a lie straight from the pit of hell because Paul also adds that it's for those who are called to be saints. Praise God. I'm telling you right now God is doing a work in this region and in this city. It's because the gift for everybody. It's for black, red, yellow, white. It's for heterosexual. It's for homosexual. It's for transgender. It's for young and old. It's for the people who think they have it all together and the ones who can't get it together. This gift is for everybody. I want us to take the limits off and realize it's for the Muslim. It's for the Sikh. It's for the Hindu. It's for the Buddhist. It's for the agnostic. It's for the Catholic. It's for the Methodist. It's for the Pentecostal. It's for the baptist it's for everyone praise god paul is not saving his christmas blessing for the perfect believers on his list if he was doing that that would cut his list down real fast no he's offering it to all of us as imperfect as we are it's true it's true i want you to understand this paul wants us to know that the righteousness of god is totally unachievable by human effort it's a gift to those who believe Paul says in Romans 1:17, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith. It takes the blood of a crucified Christ to redeem our sinful humanity. We are clothed in God's righteousness not because you and I are perfect but as a gift in response to our faith in Jesus Christ see this gift is personal you didn't earn it praise god you don't deserve it because of all the times you chose naughty over nice you'll get that later maybe that's why christmas time while we see the baby in the manger we must also embrace the christ on the cross second this gift is personal Paul's letter is written and I have some reverb in my mic. If we could fix it, that would be fabulous. Paul's letter is written to the individual believer rather than the collective church. In his letters, salutation, he does not greet the church of Jesus Christ, but rather each of us who believes in Jesus Christ tell I, I i need you to understand this gift is personal paul made it personal for a reason this letter was to the gentiles he wanted them to know that just because the jews were god's chosen people the custodians of god's covenant with mankind and the people through whom christ came in the flesh the gospel does not exclude them and it doesn't exclude us the gentiles heard that jesus said salvation is from the jews that's like hearing you know what Your your brother or your sister just got a brand new iPhone, but don't touch it. They also knew that in every city Paul entered, he sought out the Jews first. Read it. But when the Jews rejected Paul's gospel message, he turned to the Gentiles. He made Christ's offer of salvation personal to everyone who believed. Breaking it down in the first six verses of his salutation, Paul unwraps this personal gift, piece by piece, to expose the Christmas gift of Calvary, the greatest gift of all, salvation. The third gift is the gift of grace and peace. That's the best summary of salvation anyone could ever offer to a suffering world, grace and peace. First, there's the benefit of God's grace, his unmerited favor. Praise God. And what a Christmas gift this is. Rather than celebrate the birth of Christ in a manger, we celebrate the birth of Christ in us praise God being born again this is why he came so that each of us can experience the new birth if you've never received the baptism of his spirit I want you to know God wants to fill you with his spirit it's him in us he said I'm not going to leave you nor forsake you as a matter of fact he told his followers there's coming a day where I'm going to be living in you there's nothing like having the spirit of God alive in us And here's the beautiful thing about it. It's free. No visa, praise God, no MasterCard, no Discover, no American Express can pay for it. No Canadian currency can pay for it. That's because it's priceless and it's free to all who believe. And here's the one thing about his spirit. When you receive it, it's a gift you won't be returning after Christmas. When you get that joy and that peace that's unspeakable, when you get that love and you get that peace you get that you get that all that that satisfaction you find that void in you that's full i'm telling you right now the only thing you'll want is more of it you'll drink deep you won't be satisfied you'll say god just a little bit more time in your presence you could be going through hell and i'm telling you right now you'll have a peace on the inside that no external circumstances can shake because he is a god of peace so thankful for peace and here's the beautiful thing about it though I say it's a second gift it's actually not a separate gift it's really the byproduct of grace knowing you are a recipient of grace automatically gives you peace there's many people struggling today even followers of Christ who think they have to earn who think they have to perform and they're carrying burdens that they're not designed to carry. They're caught up in religion and relation. And I know right now somebody's saying, oh, are you saying we can do whatever we want? Absolutely not. Paul says, heaven forbid. It's not a license to live a reckless life. It's a license to abide in the one who died for you and I. And to allow his perfect love to cast out fear and realize that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. There's nothing you and I can do to make him love us more or less. If the grace of, see, I I want you to think about this for a moment. Knowing you're a recipient of grace automatically gives you peace. I can remember I used to be tormented. I'd have panic attacks and I'd I'd wake up and I'd just be screaming and clutching myself and Sarah would be like, what's wrong, what's wrong? And I can remember the Lord just helping me telling me to stop stop allowing these things torment me I chose peace I accepted his grace you ever heard the expression garbage in garbage out well this is also true grace in peace out grace in peace out If the grace of God is a gift to you through your belief in Christ, then peace is yours. And that is a result of your belief. This year, I hope you'll follow God's lead and give some Christmas gifts that matter. Adam and Eve were naughty, but God's gift of his robing himself in flesh had the power to erase generations of sin. If we'll only believe, and if we believe, we'll receive his spirit believe in christ your redeemer and the gift of peace is yours to keep believe in christ your savior and the gift of grace is yours to keep praise god in the book of daniel and i get ready to close chapter 12 verse 12 the prophet writes blessed is he that waiteth see this season of advent is about living with a sense of expectancy knowing that something great is coming whew This entire season has been filled with it. You can feel it. There's such a spiritual expectation. Every day I look up, God, when are you going to split the sky? Any moment I'm thinking to myself, sometimes I'm shocked I'm still here. There's times in my presence, in his presence, excuse me, I say, Lord, I don't even want to leave. We can just wrap this up right now. There's this expectancy. Something great is coming. We think we know everything there is to know about waiting especially at christmas time we wait the canada post to mail our packages we wait at the department store we wait waited you know pay for our possessions we wait for amazon to show up we wait for the day when we'll open up our gifts but my hope and prayer is today that we understand that the best gift has already been purchased delivered and unwrapped and is ours to keep forever As we remind ourselves to give gifts that matter in the lives of others let's remember to give them the gift that really matters in life the gift of jesus christ our savior he is the only reason for the season and if you have not yet unwrapped this precious gift for yourself let me describe him to you jesus christ is promised and perfection he is majesty and mercy he is bounty and beauty he is lowliness and loveliness he is value and virtue he is holiness and hope he is justice and joy he is glory and generosity. He is forgiveness and freedom. He is service and sacrifice. He is power and protection. He is salvation and he is satisfaction. He is righteousness and he is redemption. Don't wait until December 25th. Today, right now, come and unwrap your gift, the gift that he came so that you might be born again, that you may die. You may not die again, but live in his presence forever. Praise God.
0: Thanks for listening to our podcast. Join us next week for another message of hope and life in Jesus. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address to all of your friends, extraordinarychurch.ca. We are a young church plant with a lot of people living an extraordinary life in Jesus. If you're looking for a way to become better connected to what God is doing, Email us, info at extraordinarychurch.ca. We'd love to hear from you.